Welcome to the F-Stop Sear podcast, hosted by The Portrait Paradigm. If you're a photographer who is striving to build a high-end portrait business that is not only financially rewarding, but satisfies your creative heart, then join five nationally recognized photographers with over 180 years of combined experience building and maintaining successful specialty portrait businesses. This is where we will have real conversations about all the elements to create your own upscale business. From marketing, finances, mindset, photographic style, client experience, and so much more. So together, let's cut through the noise and make this your one stop for your complete portrait photography solution. Let's build your new portrait paradigm right now. Welcome, I'm Rod Evans here along with Monica Sigmund, Michael Taylor, Bev and Tim Walden. We are the Portrait Paradigm team, your weekly hosts for the F-Stops Here podcast. On today's podcast, we're gonna talk about it's all in the details. And so I'm just gonna kick it off because this is something that's really important to me and an important way to elevate your craft and your art. Not only for so many reasons. So let me breathe and just start <laughs> with the concept of why it's important. So. First thing is this, is that obviously when you go in to create a session, you're, you're posing as, you know, you set it, set the stage, we call it. So you set the stage, the, the, what we've talked about before, the lighting, the rhythmic notes of the heads and the faces, the tips, the angles, all of those things. And I think Darton Drake used to call it light rhythm, the rhythm of the light, or, the, or like you were saying, Drake talks about the rhythm of the situation so you're setting this stage that it makes sense the props make sense the lighting makes sense the clothing makes sense the stage is set but now it needs to be detailed so that it's um elevate ele this so this art is elevated so what i am looking for obviously is i want mom to look great first so i'm checking hair clothing that it's fitting properly or looking properly. It's not too loose in the areas it doesn't need to be loose at. The ties are straight, jackets are straight, clothing is straight, all the things like that on a suit jacket that there's a quarter of an inch to a half an inch of the cuff showing that, um, you know, that if they are wearing a jacket that it's not punched up in the back, you know, and they're, they're hunched up, you've pulled on their clothing and have done that. Um, and just watching all of those things. Then once that's taken care of, when you come back to the camera, you can now get the final things, which are the head tips and the head height and chins and all of that. And then finally the expression. So everything's in place and it's perfect. And then you're going for the expression. And then it, as you're creating the images, sometimes what, what happens to me is I'm creating the images and the expressions are great. We're doing perfect. Everything is on. And then I see that I missed something or something got a, a miss or a jar and the, and it's a, the tie is like completely crooked now. Um, I will not stop and go fix that until that expression or that point is done and you feel it waning off it's like sessions are like a good book you know they have highs and lows they they build and then there's a pinnacle point where it's like happening and then don't ever stop when you're at that point to adjust a tie let that happen expression always wins over details every time every time it does so those are things we could possibly fix 
fix post, which I don't recommend, <laughs> but could be, of course, but then go back in and, and clean it and see if you can get that pinnacle moment again. So, and you know what? The clients just love it. Like every, I've never had anyone say to me, oh, what, you know, don't, you know, because I warrant, I let them know. I ask permission, of course, you know what I mean? May I adjust your hair? May I adjust your jacket? You know, all the things, of course. And but I've never, ever heard anyone say, don't do that. Every single person is so appreciative of you taking the time to detail them and care about them and really show that you want them to be seen in their best light. I, people just rave about the details and how so many people forget the details and they don't look at those things. And, um, and just the client I took last night, photographs I took last night, the, the, the client was just like so appreciative and that, that I posed them in ways that were the most flattering to them, that their clothing looked good, that their hands were in, in great natural positions, all the things like that. So I think details do matter. I mean, and it elevates who you are as an artist. And I think it, the details also elevates the experience for our clients. So thoughts on this? Rod, you're so polite. You and Michael are always like, can I, do you mind? Can I just fix your hair? Can I just, yeah. can I tweak your jacket? And I'm just like, I'm just manhandling people. <laughs> like, I'm just going <laughs> I'm like, turn this way, move that way. Let me fix your shirt. Like, I don't have time to be so polite, but, um, but I respect <laughs> that in both of you. So, um, <laughs> but I do think that I, I had, you know, and I learned this back in my wedding days was even if everybody is perfect and all the clothing is perfect, the hair is straight, everything. I would still go up to somebody and like just brush imaginary dust off their shoulder or something just so that they knew I was paying attention and that put them so much more at ease and made them feel so much better because they knew I was watching for the things that were amiss. So, um, so that's just a little trick. And I still use that today. You know, they might be perfect, but I know mom's nervous. So maybe I'll just go over and like, you know, touch her hair or something that just makes her know, okay, she's watching out for me. She's got my back. So I think, I think the details are important for both sides. Like you said. Yeah, you know, um, man, it's so true. Uh, the expression trumps everything because ultimately you can have a, perf a perfected, perfectly perfected portrait. And if somebody doesn't like their expression, it's not a good portrait. And so, yeah, we always have used the analogy capture, adjust, refine. So capture what's happening and then adjust the, the bigger problems. If the magic is still there, then refine it if the magic's still there, but you don't lose the magic. You know, you, we don't always get to the refinement stage, but I would add something else to, to what you guys were saying. And so true. I mean, with our, with our black and white, we, we know that stylistically it's going to be a looser style. So we select clothing that allows a level of forgiveness because that's one of the details that is probably the easiest to uh, have a problem or to miss. So, so we'll tell folks, listen, our black and white is, uh, is about uh, your, your, it's telling your story. Um, it's, it's more about body language and a little bit of spontaneity. So the clothing needs to bow its knee to the message and so we, we want you to wear loose fitting, solid clothing, things like that, because we're scripting those things to have the freedom 
to capture the portrait we want to capture, where with our color studies, we'll always share that this is like a glimpse in the mirror. You know, the last thing you do before you go out on the town, right? You, you're going out with somebody you love, you're going out on the town, it's gonna be like a perfect uh, kind of dressy night. What's the last thing you do? You take a glimpse in the mirror before you leave the house. That's what a color study is. So that, that kind of clothing requires more attention to detail. We can't be oblivious to any of it, but I do think if we can script our styles and explain that way. So, so black and white, I'm more interested in body language. And I, and when body language plays a role, it's easy to mess up with a tie that's crooked or something that's that's out of place. So we're stacking the deck in our favor, like starting, you know, with the end in mind. And I do think what you're talking about here, Rorado and, and Monica, all you guys are talking about is I think the difference between good artists and great artists are rarely the big things. It's that great people, great artists do the little things extremely well, and they accumulate in such a way that you look at it and go, man, you know, those guys are so good. And, but there's, they're, they have a three to one lighting ratio like you do, you know, like you do. They have, you know, a great background like you do. They have a good camera like you do. What's the difference? It's in the details. The difference is in the details. Great, I think great artists know how to manage and use details to their advantage. And uh, they know how to balance all of those things. So I think this is a really great topic. And I think it's also the problem with this topic from somebody listening in my mind is it's easy to trivialize. And then you mess up the reality of like you trip. Well, yeah. Okay. I know to fix their shirt. Okay. Yeah. You fix it. But then those details become turning a chair a little bit more, moving your key light a little bit more, uh, recomposing the background where it's in a more favorable place. So, you know, the details are a lot of things. And then what happens? You have a lot of details out of place and your work begins to look less than anywhere near your potential. So details are, are going to be the things that separate you. And it's also the things that like when people when people learn photography, they 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 learn some of the bigger things. But I, I would encourage you when you do that, then to begin to master the small things. Yeah. Well, and it's, I think you and you're know, right. It's, it's about balance. You have yeah. to, you can't spend so much time detailing the, the shot that you've lost all the emotion and the connections, right. but you have to focus on what are those details? What are the most important ones? How quick can I get to them and not lose all the momentum? Right. It should be part of the momentum and it should not take away from the momentum. Well, you're losing all the life, you know, so you just have yeah. to balance all that out. Uh, right. portrait painters, Gainsborough would leave uh, things undone like buttons and ruffles, you know, in a, in a shirt sleeve. So that he was saying, I'm leaving a little bit of life. Life is not perfection. But, you know, in the details is we're noticing these things and we're not settling. Like we have, all of us have, to, we have to go over and adjust that key light. Right. You know, we don't just let it be. So, you know, there are certain things that we balance out. Is it worth the time to go over and do this or do that? Because, you know, there, there is a point where people, subjects get too tired. Right. I remember years ago, someone was speaking um, at a convention before I was, and he had beautiful, beautiful work. And I went up to him and I said, you have really long sessions, right? And we didn't really know each other. 
And he said, yeah, my sessions are four hours long. He goes, how'd you know? I said, well, everybody's dead in your pictures. I mean, their, their, their faces, their eyes, they were, they were lit beautifully. I mean, right. it was perfection, but they were dead. Their faces were dead. You know, so there's, there's a point where it's too much. But we that. all we all make those decisions quickly. Yeah. And I think um, with experience, we're able to to look and decide, okay, what's working, what's not? How do I maybe add life back into this uh, portrait or this pose or these people? You know, how do I yeah. create a way to get a reaction uh, emotionally somehow? Uh, so that you know we're able to capture some life in front of us yeah at working with children you have to be fast and thankfully like I come in and help you know when there's young kids we call those red flag sessions (laughs) you know but um I'm fat I'm fast uh and also I understand when to step in and fix something and when to let something go because for the sake of the children, you know, and moms, a lot of times will just keep on, you know, taking that one little hair that nobody's going to see and keep, you know, stro- you know, pushing it back or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I, I need you to leave and I will do that. But with kids, you don't have, you know, there's a threshold. Once they've crossed it, you're done. So that's why we we don't ever like say how long a time, oh, we're going to spend an hour with you because with little kids, you don't, you don't know. I mean, we, we say our best, our, what do we say? Our, our best, best one hour sessions last 20 minutes, last 20 minutes. Yeah. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. That just yeah. means we got it. You know, we got it yeah. in the can. I so. like what you said, Michael, leave a little life in there. I do too. I, I, I love I'm, I'm going to be copying that. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're praying. After 30 years, he's finally going to copy something. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the one you know about, Michael. (laughs) I think part of what the, with the details, you know, how important they are to us and how so many photographers miss them is because it's really an issue of control. It's really an issue of being Mm -hmm. in control of your session and, being in control of the people in front of you. So you have to have the confidence to be able to say, okay, wait, hold on. Let me fix this. Let me fix that. Turn your, turn your head, turn your feet. No, you're not comfortable. Um, and I think too many photographers are scared to do that, right? Like they're in the session They're we, we, we talked about this before. They're thinking about their gear. Like you've got to know your gear inside and out so that that's not a distraction. And you have to be able to take control of your camera room, whether that's literally a camera room or out on location or in somebody's home, you're in charge. You're the director. You've got to take control of that set. The other thing I think is for me, I learn the most about details when I edit my images, when I'm sitting and I'm calling. That is single-handedly the best way for me to learn. And I, I try not to rush through that process. And I know some people are even farming out their, their editing and I'm not judging that. I'm just, I guess I'm not at that point where I can do that yet. But um, for me, it's really zoning in. Like when I go, oh, I like number one better than number two. Well, what is it? oh, I turned her chin just a little bit more, or, oh, this is where I moved the key light. And if I'm changing things in a session, what I try and do, I don't always do it because I'll forget, but what I try and do is take a backup shot 
you know, so that I can, when I'm editing say, okay, this is when I moved the key light. And did I like these images better? Or did I like the images before I did that better? So I think you can't underestimate how important it is to sit and take your time when you go through your images to really discern the difference between the ones you like and the ones you love and narrow down what the change was. What was that little change that you made? You know, one other thing too comes. Can I just critique yeah. one thing? Not Monica, but I will critique people that farm out their files to get edited. Yeah. I was Amen. trying to be diplomatic. No, I'm not because, you know, to me, that's where you're really learning and you're really putting your personality into those files. And you know, those people and you know, that experience that you've had photographing yeah. them. Some person in Wyoming does not know this person and, you, know, or this you know their story and you know which exactly. one tells their story i i am not going to call mine out either but um you know and that's that's a great point i would also say if we're talking about details because you know every topic leads to just peripheral things but i think one of the enemies of what we're talking about making it difficult uh is variety you know, I think if you say, well, let's bring four outfits or three, mm. you know, and, and then you're just trying to get through the outfits. And the longer I'm in this business, the more I tell people, you know, I want to put all my eggs in one basket um, mm -hmm. and I can get enough variety in who's with who, the composition, the mood, the light. I can get variety that will take us wherever we want to go in the sales room, but I don't want four outfits. And you talk about uh, details. You're not only having to fix a shirt, you've got two more shirts you haven't got to, you got to fix. And and then yeah. you got then you run into the challenge of, well, I really like his expression here, but I like him better in green than red or something like that. It goes back to taking control. It does. Yeah. And, and having and I the think, confidence of saying, no, yeah, this is going to be the best outfit. Yeah. You're going to like mm -hmm. these better. That's you right. don't need to shoot the other one. And, and yeah. photographers are too nervous, myself included, until, you know, recently where I've gotten... Right like more confident but we're right. too nervous as a whole and we want to accommodate and we're afraid that they know better than we do but they're in our house we do know yeah. better and and this is what we're trained for yeah and i think that's a that's myth great. i mean there's a we ought to do one of these sometime about myths because <laughs> i think should. the myth is yeah, yeah write that down. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of know, those. the myth is like well people want variety and i think people want excellence and they also want your art if it's been defined so when you define it don't venture off and you know is my advice and say well yeah i want to give them a lot to choose from well you can do that within your brand and so you're not dealing you're, you're creating all these sales problems you're creating detail problems mm -hmm. you know because you're trying to get past it then the kid gets tired you talked about people get, adults get tired i have adults that will just work with us as long as we want but i can see their exhaustion in their eyes and their body language. So I've got to get to the point quicker. So I think all of this ties into details. And, and so not just fixing them in this camera room, but a, but having a vision and avoiding them in your design and the clothing you choose and the lighting and the propping, all these things, because the best way to fix a detail, uh, a problem is to avoid it. And so I think that's, you know, that's part of this conversation. You know, Tim, you were talking about how the adults get tired and everything. <laughs> Dennis Kraft, our good, yep. all our good friend, yeah. uh, has this great story about years ago. He went up to the governor's mansion in Michigan and was doing the family portrait of the governor and his wife and their 18-month-old triplets. 
he's he's driving back home and he calls me i go well how'd the sitting go he goes oh it was normal he said um the girls lasted a half hour dad lasted 11 minutes (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right amen to that totally totally true oh goodness that is great so Guys, again, we're this is, this is a great conversation. You know, it is in the details, in the details. And when you study art, when you study other work, you'll see that. But the, all those details do matter. But more importantly, expression matters, trumps everything, of course. And so I always say that um, I set the stage and I let things fall apart. And that's <laughs> kind of where I want it to be. I want it to be the stage, the lighting, you're in control of all the things and it's, um, and it's your art, but you want it to be their personality. So you want it to fall apart just a little bit. So it tells their story on that, Rod, before you close I, real quick, because of course. that makes me think too, the, like you think of the parents who are always trying to jump in and fix it. And, you know, the classic little kid's shoe coming untied. Right. And, Oh, well, let me jump in there and tie a shoe. And I'm always like, no, 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 no leave it. And, and that intentional decision, like what you're saying, let things fall apart a little bit. I think that also helps to educate our parents, you know, educate our clients to understand that we do want these portraits to be representative of who their children are, not just little mannequins. And, you know, I've had clients say, I remember that time. And you just told me to leave his shoe untied. And I love looking at that portrait because that was that age when he didn't know how to tie his shoes. And, you know, he, so I think, I think again, that's part of being in control too, is knowing when to, to say, nope, step away, leave it, leave it alone. Yep. hundred percent agree with that. I mean, you got to talk about before is one of my favorite portraits of our family is when my daughter reaches up and touches my face, you know, it's just like, grab that moment uh we call it the 13th frame right (laughs) so it's that moment when you kind of look away and uh you look back and this they've relaxed and they've become themselves you know and they're telling their stories so it's great to set the stage that's a film reference (laughs) (laughs) well exposure roll from his old timers (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. film reference yeah i can hear the five people that got that laughing (laughs) (laughs) they're all right here (laughs) yeah they're all right here here. that's the people right here yeah that's the five i was referring to in our audience Uh, Uh, but it is it's a it is that it's you know finding that line of detail and finding that line of expression and story and like monica said intentionally telling that story and intentionally you know letting those details and things that will finish that story off so great conversation guys i appreciate you being here i thank everyone for joining us today um, on this episode of our podcast and look forward to hearing hearing from you um, and also hearing from us next week. We're your Portrait Paradigm team and we're really here to help you build a portrait business of your dreams. So check out our website, theportraitparadigm.com. We've got free resources and podcast transcripts there. So leave us your comments and questions. We really appreciate it. We're also on Instagram at the Portrait Paradigm. 
And join us next week where we'll be sharing more insights on how to build a portrait business of your dreams. Until next time, be ever open to shifting your portrait paradigm.